There's a quote that says, start the walk and the way will appear. In 2018, I unknowingly started my journey into becoming unique. My journey started with choosing me and understanding that self-love and self-care are so important in the evolution of you. There is no magic blue pill to transformation. It's all about the journey. The journey of self-love, self-care, being consistent, showing up for yourself, investing in yourself. The Become a Unique Podcast is a place where you can be well and be you. Welcome. You have truly arrived to a safe space. Be prepared to grow in such a beautiful way. Let's get this show started. Years ago, for the second edition of O Magazine, which would mean now probably 22, almost 23 years ago, I interviewed Jane Fonda. And I was struck by how evolved she was. Uh, She said, I'm no longer striving to be perfect because I know it's not attainable. I strive for wholeness. That was the first time I'd heard that word used that way. She said, I wanna be whole. Ah, and that stayed with me. And now I think the culture is catching up as evidenced by the Lonin article. Turning its focus from wellness now and well-being, shifting to filling yourself, becoming more whole, more complete. Understanding and achieving wholeness, I gotta say, takes a lot of work. It's about tuning out all the chatter around you and being able to listen to the most important authority of all, and that is yourself. And then it's about releasing any notions of perfection, because that is not the goal. Progress is the goal, toward a space where you feel more whole and complete. Progress is the goal to a place where you feel more whole and complete. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Oprah, for those wise words. (laughs) That was a soundbite from Oprah Winfrey. And of course, you know, I took it from Instagram. I heard it on Instagram. I was like, yes, yes. This is exactly like the core of what the whole Becoming Unique platform is about. There is no magic blue pills. It's all individualistic. We are all on our own personal journey. And... It's not about perfection. It's about progress. It's about finding that wholeness within you and finding out what works for you. You know, you can read every book you want to read. You can listen to all the experts and stuff. Do this and do that. And, you know, and I can say, you know what? This salt diet is the new diet. It worked perfectly for me. That may have been my journey, but that may not be your journey. So definitely you know, of a reminder to be in tune with what's whole for you, what what completes you. Because we are all on a very, very individualistic journey. And today's episode, today's episode is such a beautiful one. 
as you can see from the title, it says skincare. And yes, we will definitely get schooled on some skincare. But even if you already think you know everything about skincare, which you may, just remember, you never know what key nuggets may be hidden in the episode for you. Because today's guest, she's definitely coming from a place of understanding the value of wholeness, the value of progress over perfection. Such a beautiful episode. Such a beautiful episode. Now, today's episode is also available on YouTube. So if you want to get the visuals to this episode, definitely go over to the YouTube channel or do both. Listen listen to this episode in completion over here and then check us out over YouTube as well too. Do what works for you. Do what works for you. But what I can say about the YouTube episodes is only the interview. That's it. So as you can see, I just gave you the fluff of, you know, Oprah's wise words, me talking, like all of this little like intro and outro stuff that I do on the podcast is not going to be available on the YouTube channel. It's just straight interview. So just to let you know that if you enjoy all this extra little fluff that I give, make sure you stay over here on the um on the podcast streaming app. But otherwise, check us out on YouTube as well too. On YouTube, make sure you are subscribed and check the um the notification button because I will be expanding the YouTube to be more than just the podcast. I do I am looking forward to 2023 to you know, creating a, a platform that's all about wholeness, <laughs> all about wholeness. And um, yeah, it's really going to expand over there. So yeah, so let me not chit chat much longer. Let's completely get into today's episode. You know, as usual, I ask that you listen to this episode in its entirety. And oh, if you didn't catch my episode, my last episode from yesterday, where I was just kind of giving some announcements about the new season, I also announced that I have a Becoming Unique podcast journal because all of these episodes are just so super informative. Um, and even if, you know, it's information you may know, it may be some quotes that someone says, some little nuggets that someone says, you know great things to write down. I have a podcast journal available for you. It is available on Amazon. So the link is in my link tree. You can go on over there and click along and get get your um your, your journal so you're able to take all these amazing notes that all of these episodes including today's episode. Today's episode is definitely note worthy taken. If you don't have your um, journal already, definitely get a pen and a paper and, and take notes. And yeah, let, let's get the show started. Today on the Becoming Unique podcast, I have such a beautiful and amazing guest by the name of Corinne. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you so much for being here. So before we even get started today, you got to let everybody know who is Corinne. 
Well, my name is Corinne, as you said, Kamara, and I am a licensed acupuncturist. I My practice is in the San Francisco Bay Area, and I specialize in graceful aging. So I'm, I do facial rejuvenation, and I help women tap into their inner love to help them radiate from the inside out. Oh, I like that. Graceful aging and acupuncture skincare. Oh, I love <laughs> I love this. And like, I love it so much because, you know, we're so used to be, you know, living in the mainstream world where so much is being poured into us and you don't necessarily hear something about actual acupuncture skincare. So I yeah. absolutely love that. And I, I, I look to hear more about that um, very, very soon. But before we get started into skincare today, I would love for you to share like one of your go-to affirmations. Well, one of the affirmations I do every day, well, I attempt to do it every day, that's my intention, <laughs> is to look in the mirror and say, I love you. And especially in areas that I find to be most problematic, those are the areas that I pour a lot of attention to. Because in terms of graceful aging, it's really about your self-love and how much love you radiate. And so it's not really about of course, it's about the products and all of that. And we'll talk more about that. But really, it's about how you feel about your skin. And for so many years, I hated my skin because of the color and um, being made fun of and having to deal with all the pain of being a black woman. And so now every morning, I affirm, I love you. I love you skin. Or, or I love you hair. That was another one that was a painful um, hump that I had to go over that I had to go through. So yeah, so looking in the mirror and saying I love you. Oh my goodness. This has, that was just such a beautiful and powerful affirmation. Um, and all of the magical, you know, information you gave us, gave behind it because you were honest and you gave us reality. It really, it, and it's so true. And I can relate to everything you just said. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And, you know, and it's so beautiful when people can be vulnerable and say these things out there so you can have people to relate to you, you know, because it's great to have all the fluff with everything. And it's like, wow, but like the reality, we need to face certain things and to look in the mirror and just acknowledge that we love ourselves just the way we are and accepting ourselves. That's where true beauty, the true beauty will come from because beauty is from the inside out. So thank you, thank you, thank you for that. I really yeah. appreciated that. Yeah. So, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're gonna talk about skincare today and I would love for you to tell us what is healthy skin? Well, you know, I started my skincare journey at a very early age at 14, cause I had really bad acne. And so my whole thing was trying to figure out how to have healthy skin because I was like, why do I have acne? Of course, I went to the doctors and the dermatologists and I did all the things and Neutrogena and that was really the it thing in the 90s. And I realized it really is from the inside. So I changed my diet. I stopped eating processed sugar. I became plant-based, which you don't have to do to have clear skin, but that was just my journey. And I stopped eating junk food. So I really monitored what I put in my body. And I started to notice if I had dairy, then I would have an acne. I would have a whitehead literally the next day. And 
I started to say, okay, like if I have a bunch of French fries, my skin's going to break out. And so I started to monitor what I was doing, what was putting into my body. So that was the first thing I started to notice. Okay. These foods don't make my skin look good. And I really wanted clear skin. Like that was like, I felt like it was when I was a teenager, I was like, if I have clear skin, that's, that's going to be it in life. You know, I felt like it was this big thing and I didn't get clear skin until I was 35. So, so 14 to 35, I went through this whole skin journey of trying to figure it out. And as an acupuncturist, of course, that was helpful, you know, learning more about the body and energy and all that. So for me, healthy skin is really, um, having suppleness, elasticity, softness, um, moisture, having it be moisturized breakouts and all of these things can kind of, or rosacea, eczema, that usually is an indication that something's going on internally. The skin is the largest organ in the body. It's a detoxification organ, sweat, all these things come out of the skin. So if you have any skin issues anywhere in your body, that's usually an indication that something is congested. It could be your liver, which is often the case. It could be something going on with your lungs and Chinese medicine, the lung and the skin, are there's a correlation there so lots of time people that have asthma tend to have eczema because it's like your body's way of detoxing what it needs to let go of through the skin so the skin is a great barometer of what's going on on an internal level mm. so that's one so that's one angle right just learning about foods environments like knowing okay if I go somewhere cold my skin I need more moisture right if I go somewhere hot I need a little bit more hydration you know so there's all these things that you need to start paying attention to but really your skin is just a barometer of your overall health and so for me that's how I look at it I mean there's no perfect skin everyone has their own skin based on their DNA and their lifestyle but it's really what you consider healthy and so for me when you look at healthy people, they usually have radiant skin, they're shining, but oftentimes it's their skincare routine, but it's also their heart. It's also how they feel about themselves. People that are happy, positive, energetic people tend to have radiant skin, right? They have smile lines because they smile a lot. You know, it's just like they have a joy of life. Whereas somebody that's more depressed, more angry, bitter, they tend to look more sallow and have that gaunt they have, they're flat, their face is flat. So for me, it's always going to be the physical things, but also the spiritual things. Like that's to me, what makes you have radiant skin. It's coming from that heart space where your, your face is literally radiating. And I know you've met older women that have wrinkles, but they look like they're five, right? Yeah. Cause they have all this energy. And so that's kind of my angle. That's why it's graceful aging. It's not about getting rid of wrinkles and getting rid of this. It's about getting rid of the bitterness and the anger and the forgiveness that gives you that look of like, oh my God, life is so difficult, which makes you look old. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. You are my girl. You are my girl. <laughs> oh my God. You are my girl. Like, I love it. I love every single thing you had to say is like, you know, if you listen to my podcast, you know, I'm always talking about how everyone's looking for the magic blue pill and you didn't give us the magic blue pill to healthy skin. You told us 
from a spiritual aspect. You told us from the just the physical outside aspect. You told us from the mindfulness aspect. You gave us so many layers to healthy skin. And, you know, first, I love that you started off with the mindfulness where you said, you know, you just took notice. If you had dairy, then you had a whitehead the next day. And then if, you know, and also being mindful if you're in a hot environment or if you're in a cold environment, how your skin is going to adjust to it, you know, all of us should be mindful in our lives, you know, how are we, how our, how are things like reacting to us, you know, how is, you know, the environment, the foods that we take in, how is our skin or whatever else in our body is reacting to it. So I love that you gave us that mindfulness part, you know, because it's so easy for us to just jump right into the routine. What do we need to do when we wake up in the morning? And what do we need to do this time? And what, what should we buy? And so on like that. It, it would be so easy, you know, to do a YouTube video like that, like skincare routine. But the most important elements are things like that mindfulness. You can put the the a ten thousand dollar cream on your 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 face, but if you haven't taken the mindfulness that dairy doesn't agree with you, homegirl, like <laughs> I don't care if that cream costs ten thousand dollars, it's not going to fix what you need to fix, which may be removing the dairy out your um about out your you know your diet. Um, there was so much you said, and at the end, you ended off by saying, it's most of all about the heart. Mm -hmm. Amazingness. Yeah. Amazingness. Because <laughs> you can buy that $10,000 cream, but if you're a bitter, angry person, that cream is going to do basically nothing. Oh my goodness. You are amazing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so you know, I did invite you on to let's mm -hmm. let's talk about skin care routine because yeah, totally. you know, it's the you know it's I'm not gonna say it's the hype, but it seems to be the thing to do. And yeah. Yeah. if you go on YouTube, it's probably thousands, to thousands, millions, yeah, maybe even millions of videos out there talking <laughs> about your skincare routine. And my kids, I have two daughters and, um, I have a 14 year old that's in the house with me now. The other one's in college. Um, that's all about, you know, working on her skincare routine, looking at products and things like that. And it's almost was like a foreign language to me, like, okay, girl, you're fine. Just the way you are. You don't need to worry about these products. But as I'm looking in the mirror, I'm like, I think I, I could use a little skincare routine myself because I feel like I'm not as radiant as I could be. Um, maybe I need to shed some dead skin cells off. I don't know. So I wanted to like learn about like a skincare routine and like what's, what's the beer bone basics? Like how do we start off a skincare um, routine? So what should a skincare routine even look like? Well, I will tell you the basic skincare routine and I'll tell you what I do. Okay. Um, and so number one is understanding what skin type you have, right? So there's normal skin, which is means your skin is pretty balanced. There's the oily skin, meaning at the end, middle of the day, you notice that you, your skin looks more shiny. Mm -hmm. um, then there's dryness, which, you know, if you know, you'll know if you have dry skin. And of course, there's combination if that, so the T-zone is a little bit more oily, meaning your forehead and along the middle of your face and your cheeks can be normal. Mm -hmm. And then there's overall, then you have problematic skin like acne, rosacea, or eczema. So mm -hmm. understanding your skin type is a really big deal because that's usually an indication of what products you should lean towards. And if you're over 35, I would say probably go towards the anti-aging stuff because that has more of the nutrients and it's heavier and 
and it has, and it's probably always good to start hydrating your skin. So number one is hydration, 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 hydration. Mm. That is like the number one thing and cleaning your skin. So you have to clean your skin pretty much twice a day, like having a good cleanser routine. And depending on your skin type, there's different types of cleansers that would work for your skin. So you kind of have to experiment between a gel cleanser, powder cleanser, cream cleanser. If you want to use a bar soap, you'd have to realize that the pH level will not maybe not match your skin. And you also want to make sure that your skin's not squeaky clean. You don't want something to strip your skin, but you also don't want it to feel like there's something still on your skin. And if you wear makeup, you want to do the double cleaning process, which is like you use an oil cleanser, which is great for dry skin to take off the makeup. And then you clean your skin again with another type of like a gel or a cleanser or a gel or a cream. And so you have to understand how to cleanse your skin. Like for me, my skin's oily. So I usually do a double clean, double clean at night. In the morning, I just clean my face once, but at night I do a double cleanse because sometimes I have a little bit of makeup and I'm outside, you know, all this pollutants on your skin. Mm -hmm. So I do the double cleanse at night. And then you want to go into the hydration bit. So the, the skincare routine is from the smallest molecule to the thickest molecule. So that means you want to go from water to serum to oils and sometimes a butter if your skin's really, um, really, really dry. So mm. you always want to like you always want to do things from liquid. The more liquid, the more heavy, the heavier. So that would mean you clean your face. You can use a toner, which is you always want to make sure that's a hydrating one. You don't want to be using like old school. We used to use like. Um, what is it called? Witch hazel and all that stuff. That's too stripping. So mm -hmm. you want to use something that's hydrating. So a mist, I love hydrating mist, any rose water, any of those things to hydrate the skin. And then you do a serum, right? Mm -hmm. And so for me, a basic serum would always be vitamin C is a great serum. Always like there's so many serums out there. So you want to find a serum that works for your skin and whatever your intentions are. So for me, it's always about hydration. So I always try to find a serum that's hydrating. So hydration, and then after the serum, then you would use your moisturizer. And so now I started incorporating eye cream. I didn't, when I, I'm 42, when I was younger, I didn't. I started using eye cream pretty much, I think this year. Mm -hmm. So I use eye cream, and then I use the night moisturizer if this is at night. So the eye cream and the heavier moisturizer is at night. Mm -hmm. During the day, I would just use a regular day moisturizer. I don't really wear sunscreen, but you probably should. I don't really, cause I'm not in the sun like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I feel like I'm naturally protected of the sun, but if I was going to go to the beach or something, I would wear sunscreen. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So that's pretty much it. And then once a week or twice a week, I do exfoliate. I do an exfoliation of mm -hmm. some sort, so a gentle exfoliator. And then I use like a detoxicating mask. Mm -hmm because I live in the city. And when I was in New York, I used um, charcoal to clean my face every night because in New York, I felt like my skin just felt so heavy from all the car pollution and the subway mm. and all that. So I detoxify, detoxify my face more when I live in cities, like when I was living in New York. So mm. you kind of have to find a routine that works for you. But the most important thing is cleaning, serums, moisturizer. Then you can do chemical exfoliants. That's a little bit more advanced. So you can even, you can go to an esthetician, kind of get some feedback or learn how to do that because mm -hmm. you don't want to hurt your skin. So yeah. I would, you know, then it's a chemical exfoliations, but definitely physical exfoliation. There's so many exfoliants out there. Mm 
So that's kind of how I use my skincare and also affirming my skin. Like, I love you. Thank you. Being like putting that positive energy into your skin, because I feel like your body responds to positivity. So even washing my face, being like, thank you. I love you. Like having that gratitude and like really putting that energy in also is very important. Mm. Yes, honey. Okay. You, you schooled us, you schooled us, but I'm gonna have to break it down a little bit because yeah. you know, <laughs> I want to make sure I understand and I'm learning to the fullest, but, um, it sounds like skincare, like everything else in life is individualistic. <laughs> yes. yeah. So, um, even though, you know, the YouTube video may say this is the number one skincare line in the world, you're going to have to figure out what works for you and you have to figure out, you know, what your skin type is and, and move along from that type of way. So the first thing we are starting off with is cleansing our skin. And you said that there are different types of cleansers. There's a gel cleanser and there's a cream cleanser. I'm not sure if I've ever seen a gel cleanser. What does a gel, is it like sticky? Like what's a gel cleanser like? Um, gel cleanser has similar tech, te- a similar texture to a gel that you would use in your hair. It's clear. It's a yeah. clear and it, it's a little bit foamy. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of cleansers tend to be cream or gel and gel cleansers. I find to be, um, like if I'm wearing makeup or something, I would want to use a gel cleanser to okay. help remove things so it feels like it's a little stronger but this is all based on preference I'm not a cream cleanser person I feel like my skin doesn't feel like it's clean but I know people that love um, cream cleanser that's why it's one it's about preference it's about also how your skin reacts but also one of the things I also didn't mention is that you want to make sure that your products work for your skin so there's not too many chemicals in it all of those things and often I go on an environmental working group which mm-hmm. gives you like a lot of information on the different products and you can put in the brand name and it will give you a different rating of how toxic it is or how healthy it is. Yeah, EWG, I'll definitely link them in the show notes. Um, now that you now that you mentioned um, ingredients, mm-hmm. what ingredients should we be looking for <laughs> in a skincare product or not looking or making sure that we don't have? Because I feel like when I look at... Um, products, almost any product, it could be box of crackers. The ingredient list is this long. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's the same thing with skincare and it's so tiny or whatever the case is. Um, But what should we be looking for to make sure we do have or make sure we like girls stay away from that, that those have like phylates and all whatever. I don't know. Well, for me, I used, I use that reference, the, the environmental working group as a baseline. But for me, my thing is I want to be able to read all the ingredients. First off, I want to know what all the ingredients are. So the closer they are to nature, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, I avoid most things that have fragrance or natural fragrance because that tends to be more irritant. And I also don't know what it is. You know, when they say yeah. natural fragrance, like what is that? Um, so things like that, I avoid. And I like products I usually like to buy products from small, smaller companies, meaning this, like at a farmer's market, this woman makes the products, things like that, because you know, yeah. she there's like, there's only 10 ingredients in this and she sourced mm-hmm. them all and she made them all. So I love that. Like, I like to go find really small 
companies where they're doing small batches because I feel like small batches tend to have less ingredients and there's a little bit more love and care than mm-hmm. something that's more broad that you can buy at like CVS or something. Nothing wrong with those companies that you can buy the mass market. Um, there are some decent ones in there, but you really just have to do your due diligence and research. But for me, the less ingredients, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, the more ingredients makes me a little bit more worried. And also, you know, you have a reaction. That's, you got to pay attention. I think that's the yeah. most important thing. Like when I was younger, I used all the drugstore stuff <laughs> like, and none of it really worked. I think at some point I started using a very, very simple formula that had like three ingredients, like a cleanser that had like three ingredients and that worked the best. And then I realized, okay, the more simpler, the better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. And, um, now when it comes to like, cause I feel like, like I, I haven't been watching like a lot of like the skincare people, but mm-hmm. I feel like the couple of times I've watched, like I hear them say, Oh, when it has something at hydrocolic acid, I'm making this up. I don't know if this is, a yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's really good. Like do, do a lot of the skincare products have something like with acid in it? Well, the thing is acids are good. So it depends on the acid because acids are good to help your skin so that there is actually an important part Mm -hmm. of, of your skincare routine, but it depends on that. Like, um, you just have to know which acid. So for me, like I would get, like, I love this book. I've it's skincare decoded. Ooh, I would, um, I need that. (laughs) this this is a really good book it's very simple there's nice pictures and it'll give you detailed information about particular acids and things like that I would say don't whatever somebody claims just don't buy into it I would do the research really understand it and if you do want to go down the acid road there's 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 like a lots of different acids out there you just want to do your research and then do a skin test okay so ask okay so I, this is new. Yeah. I didn't know acid was good. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, acid- yeah, acids are good for your skin because they help break down the first layer of your skin. So that's why I say, I think it's always best to go to an esthetician. Like I love getting facials mm-hmm. and you ask them questions like what acid are you putting in my face and why, you know, start to understand that acids are actually good. But of course, if you do too much, that's not a good thing. And you also want to, you know, the small percentages of, you always want to use like a one, two, three, four percent. Um, some of the stuff that they sell out here has way too much acid in it, which can cause harm to the skin. So that's why I always want to seek professionals before you do stuff like that. But acids are not necessarily all bad. Okay. And you said one, two, three, four percent. Okay. So no more than four percent of whatever acid that may be. In there. It depends. It depends on what it is. But I would say, oh, if you're going to do over the counter stuff, always do less is probably always going to be better than more. Okay. You know what I mean? Because you can harm your skin and then it becomes a whole other thing. So I always do less. I always like to start from the lowest and then move up to see how my skin reacts. And if not, then I, you know, I, you know, I just don't buy things that are high percentage because you can really damage your skin. Okay. 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 This is really, really good information. Now, uh, before we close out the cleanser part, you also talked about having oil cleanser to like take Mm -hmm. off makeup. Now, Mm -hmm. Um, I've heard and, and feel, I've heard of oil cleanses. I've never purchased one for myself. So I haven't really, I haven't experienced it, but could we use like, you know, oil that we have at home, like take some avocado oil and just put it on our face and like cleanse it that way. Is that possible? Or, or do we you need could. to buy the, the branded one? No, I mean, I wouldn't use olive oil. 
that's one thing I wouldn't well, use. I said, I said um, avocado oil, but um, yeah. I don't know. Avocado, avocado oil might work. Coconut oil could work. Um, mm-hmm. Sesame seed oil could work. Okay. I wouldn't use like sunflower, walnut, oil, you know, like the yeah. peanut, none of that. So if you're going to do that, I would say, oh, Jehovah oil would be good or okay, Aragon oil. Yeah. You know, I would probably use more of the oils that are facial oils. Yeah. Um, Jehovah is like very similar to the cells of our, of our body. So that's a really good one. And, and it's really, most people don't have breakouts with that one. So I would okay. say I would use that if I was going to use a, an oil and I didn't want to purchase like a branded facial Maybe. oil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what would you do? You just put it on your face, rub it in, and then your makeup, it kind of just comes out. And then after that, then you do your facial wash. Well, you apply it to your face and then you use a, a cloth, like, like a disposable, you know, the cotton rounds. Okay. And then you yeah. start to like, so you would use that to take off your makeup gently. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then you would wash your face afterwards. Yeah. Okay. And then what about um, makeup wipes? What do you feel about those? I think it depends on the ingredients and it depends on how you feel about wasteful stuff because it is kind of a waste so, you know, yeah. just in terms of environmental. Um, and it's not necessary. I mean, I think it's good to have on the go. Like if you're traveling somewhere and you just don't know what the situation is going to be like, it's good to always, I always keep wipes around, you know, yeah. but I don't know. I, be, I think it depends on how much makeup you wear. Like I'm not a big makeup wearer, so I don't really yeah need that much I mean for me I want to get my skin to a level where I don't need to wear makeup like a little concealer or whatever you know but I'm not here to that just I feel like I have something on my face when I wear too much makeup yeah so it's just not my thing Mm -hmm. but um yeah so I'm all you know having black skin it's like the hyperpigmentation that's I'm always trying to even out my skin tone that's always my my uh, thing (laughs) yes yes (laughs) I I understand that one all too well Um, (laughs) okay okay I think we got um cleansing the face face down packed so the next step would be a toner so Mm -hmm. what is a toner first of all you know I think that the the tone the word toner and what it used to do has changed over the years. Cause when we were, when I was younger, a toner was something more astringent that would like yeah. strip the skin and kind of like remove the dirt that didn't get taken off with the cleanser. Yeah. But now it, that's shifted. So the word toner doesn't even, there's not like, you don't even really need the word toner. I think we just use it. I think that the industry uses it cause that's what people are familiar with, but now it's more of like a hydration step. So yeah. you would use a serum or a toner, like if I like a toner, but the toner needs to be hydrating. So okay. something that soothes the skin, like a, a rose spray, any kind of hydration mist, any kind of those things. And then some, if it's labeled a toner, make sure that it's, it's like hydrating. That's the number one thing. You don't want anything that's going to strip your skin. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, a hydrate, make sure it says hydrating. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the toner, it's again, we take the cotton swab and we just kind of like wipe down after we washed our face. No, no, you just apply it. Like, so a toner that used that, what, that's what a toner used to be, right? You put it in the thing and you, you know, like I remember, I remember who, what was that company? Like, I think it was Clinique that had that toner Mm -hmm. that you would put on the cotton swab and then it would feel like your face was kind of like burning a little bit. Like that's not what we're doing anymore. Okay. Yeah. So a toner toner quote unquote is really just a hydrating mist you can get like a mist that sprays and then there are toners that they call toners and you can apply that i don't put products on cotton swabs because it kind of the cotton just absorbs a lot of the products (laughs) so i just put it on my palm like i'll spray it on my palm and then use my fingers and then apply it on my face like that 
Oh, okay. and an esthetician taught me that. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. So you won't be so wasteful. Half of the product is all in the, um... mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially if you're buying nice products, right? It's just like you're gonna buy, you know, yeah. forty dollar tone like hydrating whatever, and then you're gonna waste it on cotton. Oh, okay. So now are there any ingredients that we should look for in, um, in the toner or stay away from? Like, is there alcohol in toners? Yeah, sometimes there's alcohol and alcohol doesn't necessarily mean it's bad if it's balanced, but I would avoid things that have like a lot of alcohol or just it smells like there's mostly chemicals in it. Yeah. So I would just avoid things that have fragrance. You want to go as natural, which is hard because a lot of companies say they're natural, but it doesn't necessarily mean that. And they so, also put some type of preservatives in there to keep it shelf stable. I'm assuming. Yeah. They, I mean, everything has to have preservatives on a certain level, unless it's like, a, again, if you go to the farmer's market farmer's and she's market. making and she's making it right there and she gives it yeah. to you, right? But mm-hmm. if it's on a store, it has to have some level of preservatives. Otherwise it's not going to last. So, you know, this is why it's so tricky. There's like millions of products. Like, which one do you buy? Which, you know? Yeah. And so it's really about the brand and what they stand for and what they communicate. If they're saying, you know, we're, we grow things from start to finish and this is what we, you know, we stand for, then you have to just trust it and see how it works for your skin. Oh, perfect. Okay. This is so good. I'm learning. I'm real. I'm truly learning. <laughs> um, okay. Because you totally schooled me on, on toners. I, I used to, I thought it was like to just like remove some excess makeup or something. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> um okay so now what is a serum i hear serum 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 what yeah. is serum? i really don't know what it is what is it serums are like it's called it's like skin food it is absolutely the most important thing of your skincare is a serum like for real like really? i just jumped on the That's serum bandwagon okay no it's a serum because moisturizers often just sit on your skin you know most of us don't get the right moisturizer to like absorb but serums like are are like going into the cells of your skin so out of all the things in your repertoire if you're going to sp- you know if you have limited funds and you don't want to spend too much money the cleanser you don't have to worry about that it doesn't have to be super fancy mm-hmm. but the serum that is where i would invest is in the good serum um you want to have a serum that has like lots of vitamin c you want a serum that helps to boost collagen and elastin in the skin um, serums that help to hydrate with hyaluronic acid, you know, so you want to make sure that you find a serum that is balanced and then works well with your skin. And it really makes that glow that you talk about that you were talking about earlier, having a good serum will keep look, will make you look like your skin is nourished. Mm. Okay. (laughs) Okay. 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 I was schooled. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. again, what are there any ingredients that we should definitely make sure? Okay. You did say it. You said vitamin C. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should make sure it has in there. And you said, um, there was Hyal- well, hyaluronic acid, um, vi- vitamin C, anything that boosts the collagen elasticity in the skin. And the thing about, the thing about serums, if it has vitamin C, you also want to make sure that it comes in a pump. Because what I learned, an esthetician taught me this too, if a serum is cheap or whatever, it comes in like those tubes. And if it's vitamin C, you can go bad. It's not, it doesn't stay on the, it's not, um, it doesn't last very long on the shelf. It gets affected by air. Okay. So that's why serums are kind of expensive in a lot of sense because of the packaging and the branding or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I like this product. It's called Yina. They're Chinese medicine practitioners and they created this beautiful line. 
and I sell on it on my website, but you can also go on their website. And I love, love, love their serums. Like love their serums. They have like one that's called Nourish, which is my favorite. They have one that's that's called Clarify. So it's good for acne. So I'm acne prone. So I'm always kind of using things to help with breakouts. Mm-hmm. Um, they have one that's called Rejuvenation, which is also great for helping your skin rejuvenate. And the last one, there's a fourth one, but I don't use that one that often, but I think it's an overall brightening one. Yeah. So that's a serum that I love. Um, another company I use is called um, Belle Flore, which is what I use. This woman creates her products from scratch. She has a farm and she's a skin scientist and she makes all her products from scratch. I mean, okay. it's crazy. Her company's called Ble- um, Belle Flore. So it's B-E-L-F-I-O-R-E. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So she's, she's a woman. She's a, she's been a skin scientist for like 30 years and then she decided to make this brand. So she has, she has a skincare line and all of it's handmade. All the ingredients are sourced from her farm and some of it's sourced. Like I think her, her shea butter is from Ghana. So she has that connection, Mm -hmm. but it's great because all of the products absorb into the skin. And you were talking about dark circles. She has this um, roller that's made with turmeric, which I didn't know. She, she taught me that turmeric's really great for hyperpigmentation mm-hmm. and with the dark circles. And so I've been putting it around my eyes and forehead because it helps with um, wrinkles. And I've noticed a big change, but it's been, it took a little long. I think it took not long, but like a month, six weeks. But yeah, you know, it's all natural. So it takes a little longer than you feel. Yeah, nothing's overnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's great. So, and I, you know, it's wonderful because you can, she'll tell you what's in every bottle because she puts everything in there and she can test the vitamin C levels because she's a scientist. So that's been really fun to just meet people that are making things, you know, local. I mean, local to the Bay Area if you live in California, but you can buy your stuff online. Um, So I like companies that are small like that, that just are very uh, mindful about what they put in their products. And there's so many natural things out there that can help with your skincare if you want it to go completely natural and not Mm -hmm. do the chemical stuff. You know, I think it's a balance. Like I, chemical peels are hard with hyperpigmentation. So I've had burns from aestheticians. So that's why I'm a Mm -hmm. little like, okay, acid's got to be careful. But I think it just depends on how sensitive your skin is. Okay. Oh my goodness. Notes, notes. I hope everyone's been taking notes. <laughs> taking notes. Now, going back to the serum, you said it's best to get it in the pump. The serum ever come in like a, a jar, like a moisturizer would come where it's no. like, it would never come like never. that. No, because they're too liquidy. So too they usually come, out. yeah, they're too liquid. So they usually come in a dropper, which is normal. And they, most things, most of them come in droppers. Okay, um, so like, yeah, like, like, yeah, a dropper, like Yina oh. and Belflora, they both come in droppers. But okay. if you're getting a vitamin C, like it's it, like it says, I'm a, it's a vitamin C serum. You want to make sure that it's a pump. Okay. As opposed to a dropper, because the thing with the dropper, when you open it to drop it in your hand, then air goes in. So oh. if it's vitamin, so if it's a vitamin C serum, then it's, then you're losing the, the potency of the vitamin C, where if it's a pump, it's never exposed to air. Mm, okay okay schooled 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 okay and I was schooled by an esthetician she taught me that (laughs) yes this is what life is about we just keep sharing and sharing yes I love it love it love it (laughs) sharing the information passing it along and it's so beautiful okay so now we're up to moisturizing 
I thought this was the most important part, but <laughs> but let's talk about moisturizing. Well, I guess mm-hmm. I thought it was the most important part because I got dry skin. So I'm like, I need mm-hmm. moisture. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you don't need moisture, you need hydration. Mm. So that's it's a totally different thing, right? So like the steps that we just said, like you clean your skin, then you hydrate it with a toner or a mist, right? Then yeah. you put the serum. So the serum is what, what's hydrating your skin. And then the moisturizer, it's what seals it in. So the moisturizer mm. seals it. And it's kind of like your, your hair, the same kind of thing where you put the moisture in your hair, you hydrate it, you put the moisture, and then you put the oil to seal it in. The same with the hair, the same with the skin. So you got to think about the moisturizer as a sealing in what you put in so that it stays in. Because if you just put the serum, it may not, it's going to absorb, but then it's, it evaporates. So you want to put something that seals, but you also want to put something that seals that doesn't clog the skin. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of why moisturizers can be tricky because if you use something that's too heavy, like a butter, you may break out and your skin can't breathe. But if your skin's really dry, a little bit of like, um, Belflore's um, night cream has a little bit of shea butter in it. So mm-hmm. it's a little thick, but it's not oily. So you can put that in and that seals in the everything, all the steps you did before. So that's really when you have dry skin, it's really just like you're not keeping in the moisture. Mm-hmm. So once you figure out, okay, if I put these serums into my system and I put this cream, then my skin looks plushed all day, really. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Perfect. Okay. So now kind of break down the moisturizer for us. So what are we looking for in a moisturizer? Well, you, you know, it depends on your skin type, right? If you're oily, you don't want a skin, you don't want a moisturizer that's going to be too oily. Right. But if you're dry, an oily moisturizer would be okay. Right. Mm -hmm. So you really just have to figure out which moisturizer works for my skin and what time of day. So if it's a morning, you might do a, you might do a, a lighter moisturizer in the evening, you do a heavier one. If it's in the summer, you'll probably do a heavier one in the winter. You do heavy, you know, you kind of have to play, but Mm -hmm. the most important thing with the, with the moisturizer is you want to make sure that it doesn't make your skin break out. Mm. because sometimes moisturizers can be too heavy or they can be not enough. Like sometimes I bought moisturizers where I still, my skin's ashy. Like it didn't do anything. It wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't moisturizing enough. Yeah. So the thing, I feel like that's why it's so hard. Cause I feel like you end up buying all these products and <laughs> half of them, half of them get thrown away. Um, so yeah. And, it, or you just, I think, you know, or you have friends, you can just give them away and be like, Hey, try this. Cause it's similar yeah, to me. Yeah. Again, it becomes individualistic and maybe great for someone else, but then for you, it, it didn't hit the spot. Exactly. So again, finding a moisturizer that has very few ingredients that does not have fragrance. Um, the thicker ones you want to use at night with an eye cream, with an eye cream, an eye cream is essentially a moisturizer that has extra nutrients in it and just thicker. Because mm-hmm. the skin around the eyes is thinner. Mm-hmm. And so you want to make sure that that's getting more moisture. And it does, you know, so then the other parts of your skin. And also don't forget your neck because it's the face and the neck. So when you're putting serums, you better put it in your face and your neck. And I also have been putting it on my hands mm-hmm. because you always forget about your hands, but I put, I've been putting on the serums on my hands. Cause I feel like that's a big mm-hmm. age spot. When you people look at your hands, you're like, Oh, your face looks good. But then your hands. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've been using the serum on my face, neck and, and a little bit here on the decollage area, which is the chest area. And then on the hands. What's it called? The decollage? Decollage is just this part. Oh, I've never heard that. Just that's beautiful. French. Yeah. Huh? It's, it's what? French. It's, it's French, French, you know, you know, you know they're, they're bougie as hell. <laughs> <Zip Hey. alive>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's, so that's, um, yeah, I forgot to mention that because that's also important because, you know, it's just, it's this whole region you want to okay. take care of. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. So, um, what's, so what's the difference between like an oil uh, moisturizer, like if someone just puts oil on their first face or like a moisturizer where I guess it's more mm-hmm. cream? Is mm-hmm. there a difference between the two? Yeah, because an oil sometimes will just sit in your face. The thing is mm-hmm. about it, the thing about formulated creams is that they have something that drives the moisture into your skin. So I'm not a scientist, but the woman that I'm working with, from she explained this to me in terms of you want to have things balanced where you're bringing the moisture to the cells of your skin. So just putting oil on your face isn't always effective because it's not necessarily going in. Um, especially if your skin's dry. I don't, I don't know if you have, I'm like a big plant person, but if, you're, if your plant's really dry and you try to water it, it just goes right through. It doesn't absorb, okay. right? So that's kind of how oil is. It just sits on your face and it's not absorbing. So Ooh. oil can be good, but you need something that that brings in the, the moisture into your cells. And which is why creams are more formulated with different ingredients that helps to create that hydration effect. Mm, okay. And they have more things in it. They have like aloe, essential oils, rosemary. There's so many beautiful natural elements that get included in creams. Okay. So you, you, you again, school me. That's, that's my saying for today. you you schooled me. Okay. Because I've been using more oils, like mm-hmm. I got from like a flea market, farmer's market mm-hmm. type thing and natural mm-hmm. oil or whatever. Oh, that's good. Um, but I've been using it on most well, kind of for the body, but I've been using, I'm like, oh, I throw on my face too, using it as my mm-hmm. moisturizer, but then I'm still staying dry. Yeah. <laughs> cause you're not, cause you're not sealing it in. If you're going to put a face oil, you still need to put a cream on top of it to seal in the oil. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if your skin's dry, you might be fine with that. But if your skin's oily, then that might, you, that just might be too much. Like I have a face oil that I bought just to try and that just was too much. I can do it when I'm really, really dry instead of, so I would use an oil. I put the serum, you put the face oil, mm-hmm. like wait like a minute or two, then I would add the moisturizer, but I would only really do this at night. That's like, if my skin's really, really dry, okay. but, but if you're going to do a face oil, that's cool. But you just have to like figure out how to get the oil into your scent, into your, um, your cells of your skin. So if your skin's dry, that's just not, that may not be the right approach for you at this present moment. You know, once your skin gets more hydrated, then yeah. putting that oil makes more sense because then your skin can actually absorb it. Yeah. Yeah. You schooled me because, because you said I need hydration. Um, so I need, to, <laughs> I need to do the steps <laughs> that I've been mm-hmm. avoiding. <laughs> yeah. Cleaning your skin using, and there's so many different hydration things, you know, there's aloe, there's like sprays with aloe, rose water is really hydrating, lavender oil, like lavender sprays. So I would just have to, you find ways that you can hydrate your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Now, would you say, you know, a skin routine would, like who is the skin routine for? Is it for everybody or or is it just for the person seeking it? I feel like it's for anybody that wants to maintain good skincare as they age, because when you're young, you can get away with like washing your face like once a day and not putting anything on it <laughs> because you, your body's producing so much collagen and uh-huh. elastin. But once you hit 35, your collagen starts to, you don't produce collagen as much anymore. And yeah. so your body's not producing those cells any, and as a, as a faster rate, like, you know, babies have super soft skin. You don't put any lotion on a baby, right? They come out right. super sub, you know, and as we get older, we become dry and drier and drier. And so you can not do much for your skincare. If you have naturally oily skin, people with oily skin are blessed because 
we don't have to do as much, right? Because yeah. our skin produces oil. But even still, like I have oily skin, but my skin is not as oily as it was when in my 20s, you know, because it's decreasing as I get older. Mm -hmm. So I think it just depends on you and how you want to feel about your own skin. But I think everybody should have a skincare routine on a certain level, for at least for the basics of cleaning, because yeah. cleaning your skin and getting rid of all the toxicity that's sitting on your skin mm -hmm. is also anti-aging because you're getting rid of all the radicals, all those things that are, are killing or destroying the cells of your face or in your body in general. So I think it's just a matter of how you want to live your life. But for me, skincare has always been a top priority just because when you have acne, it becomes like mm -hmm. a big deal, you know, yeah. to have clear skin. And so then it's just became this part of my life. And as I've gotten older, I've just been more curious on like, whether what are the best steps for me? I've learned so much from estheticians, YouTube research, everything. And then as a facial acupuncturist, of course, I'm learning more on, right, on how to do facial acupuncture. And I do micro needling. I do all sorts of things to help have supple skin as long as you can. Mm -hmm. um, with closing out the, um, the skin care factor, you had talked about at the very beginning, like once a week, you may do um, like you didn't call it what did you call it exfoliating like, uh, exfoliating and mm -hmm. I think in high school I used to use apricot scrub yeah me too <laughs> yeah so terrible so terrible oh my god it was um, so bad well, is it is it bad to use that now <laughs> I mean when I used it I felt like it I felt like my skin was so dry after I used it because it stripped so much yeah that... and it smelled good so I'm sure I had all types of foreign <laughs> no shade to that company but it was not it was okay. not, it was not it. Oh, it was not. And then I, um, I use, yeah, I use that. And I remember the Neutrogena mask. Oh yeah. My God. It was all, the, <laughs> it was all the rage in the nineties. Um, so what type of um, exfoliation do you use now when you use an exfoliator? Um, I use simple products There's a company called a cure. You can buy at whole foods or a natural food market. They're pretty, pretty stand, like a pretty clean quote unquote clean line. And it's just something that has like little bits of um, sand, not sand, but clay. Yeah. So there's like this a little bit of roughness in this in it. So I use that about once or twice a week. I also clean my face with a little silicone brush. So that is also exfoliating. So it's a it's a brush that you can buy on Amazon. It's a round brush. It's silicone and has little um, raised bumps on it so that I use that gently to help clean my skin. Um, every day or just when you're exfoliating? Every day. I use that every day. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. School, mm -hmm. school. Okay. you can you can buy that yeah and especially for you since you live in a city that's so toxic I would mm -hmm. that would definitely help to like clean your skin so I exfoliate so I just use like a simple exfoliate any kind of any kind of company skincare line always has an exfoliant of some sort mm -hmm. my favorite types of exfoliants are ones that have charcoal in it because charcoal is really detoxifying and it takes out the puritans um the impurities of out of your skin mm -hmm. so I use that a lot in cities and anywhere where I feel like there's so much exhaust and all of that so that's my favorite thing and you can also buy a, a tub of charcoal and do it at home. The mm -hmm. only issue with that is it gets everywhere. It's kind of messy. Like I like powders because yeah. they're just the pure form of what it is. It's not mm -hmm. like anything added, but then it gets messy. So I think it just depends on. I actually have some charcoal because like I bought it to um activated charcoal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did, but then I, I haven't used it because it's like it cleanses everything out your body. So mm -hmm. I used it like two times. Like I made like a charcoal lemonade or something. But I was like, mm -hmm. I don't cleanse all the good stuff too so I kind of stayed away from it but maybe I can use yeah. it for my face um you can I use it for your face yeah 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, okay. And so you can that- use that. You can use that as much as you want. Like I use it. I can. There was a moment I was using it like every day, every other day. So that becomes a gentle exfoliant as well. Okay, so you just wet it and just kind of like go with your finger mm-hmm. and kind of go mm-hmm. through your or the little brush thing that you were just talking about. I wouldn't use a brush with the with the. Okay, so just kind of use my finger. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just use my finger. Okay, I got yeah. it. Oh, maybe I could do that today. Okay. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, I yeah. love it. But mm-hmm. then I need to get me a moisturizer. I mean, not moisture. I need to get me a um a, a cleanser. Probably I'll do it mm-hmm. once I get a cleanser. <laughs> so mm-hmm. then I do that because when we exfoliate, we should do that before we cleanse, right? No, you cleanse oh. first. Oh, you cleanse mm-hmm. first? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you t- you take because you want to take off all the dirt first, and okay. then you do the exfoliating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then do we go back and re um re cleanse again? No, no. you just no. rinse. Yeah. Just rinse. So you wa- okay. you wash your face first. You put the exfoliant. Rinse mm-hmm. that off, and then you would put the like toner, mist, serum, hydration. Yeah, the the serum, and then you would put the moisturizer. Okay, the, the watches are probably like, oh my goodness, she's really clueless. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. There's so many people that don't know how to take care of their skin. You know what I mean? It's like uh-huh. it's not like talk because we're taught like wash your face, put a moisturizer. Yeah, but then yeah, the thing about right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But the thing about it, as you get older, your skin requires more <laughs> because we're losing all the, you know, cause you're getting older. And so it's not as simple as like, oh yeah. And also, you know, you see all these celebrities with this radiant skin. I'm like, yeah. Cause they get facials once a week and yeah. they ha- you know, they know what to do for their skin. You mm-hmm. know, they have somebody that taught them. Yeah. They I have mean, a team. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I live for, for good estheticians. Like I, I go to, I get a facial like every six weeks and, you know, I'm always asking questions and, yeah, I'm all about skincare. So I'm always trying to learn from professionals and what they do and how they do it and why and all of that. Yeah, you truly do have flawless skin. Thank like you. I don't see <laughs> like everything <laughs> is glowing. It, it looks good. So yes, we get advice from like the best. <laughs> <laughs> because you know you are leading by example. So yes, your skin does look beautiful. So thank you for sharing all of these um these tips and tricks and tools towards, you know, living our best life with healthy, beautiful skin, you know? Um, so someone may also think, you know, just like a quick rundown, cause we gave like the bare bone basics of what a skincare routine would look like. But then now once someone starts doing that, it starts opening the doors to everything else. Well, well maybe I should do a clay mask and maybe I should do. And then you always see those other masks where people put on their face, like the, oh, I love those. the yeah. package up and mm-hmm. you just put it on your mm-hmm. face. Yeah. And then, you know, there's facial stains and there's mm-hmm. peels. So like, what, what are like the difference between those? Like, when should you stain your face? Um, when should you use a clay mask? And um, how often should you use these products? Well, I mean, I think you have to really decide what your intentionality is with your skin. Like, what are you aiming? Like, what's your end result, right? Because if you're using a steam, that would indicate to me is that you have dry skin and you're trying to hydrate. Right. Yeah. So then now you have to understand why and when and you would use a steamer. Like I've, I've, I've never used a steam thing at home. Um, I, I mean, the esthetician does it when I get a facial, but I don't use it at home. So I wouldn't even, that's not something I would do personally, but I think, and also the facial masks that you mentioned, those are fun, you know, cause it's nice to do a mask. I do a mask like once every, maybe twice a month when I, you know, when I remember it, but I like those because they're easy. You just apply it and you kind of lay down mm-hmm. um, and they could be a nice little self-care, listen to music, kind of chill kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I have an LED light in my office now. So I sit underneath that. 
and that's uh, led lights are great for for wrinkles and acne so that was like my self-care at the end of the week i lay under the light so when i get give people treatments i do facial acupuncture then i put the light over it um so you know i think the thing about skincare it's fun it should be fun right you should have fun with this it shouldn't be like stressful and so ultimately this is why i think it's important to be guided by your heart because, yeah. okay, does this feel good? Oh, I don't know. This this might be too much work for me. Like there's certain things that I don't do because it's like, okay, that's just a little too much in terms of like timing and stuff. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of it, but I'm not, I know myself. <laughs> I know I'm not going to spend yeah. 30 minutes every day working on my skincare. Like, you know, this is why I don't wear a lot of makeup because that does yeah. take time, guys. It's not, you know. So there's certain things I'm just like, that's not going to be my thing. So mm-hmm. I feel like, first of all, understand who you are. Are you somebody that wants the basics? in terms of like what I need to do for my skin for me to look radiant, which I'm in that boat. So if you, if you're on the basics level, then you just have to hydrate, clean, hydrate, moisturize, and that's it. And then do an exfoliate once in a while and go see a facialist like every so often. Yeah. And a mask are fun and great if you, if that's something you choose to do and you'll be consistent with it, but anything you decide to do, you have to be consistent with it because natural skincare takes time. It's not like you can do a, you can do a steam thing like once a week and a (laughs) once in a while. And be like, oh, it doesn't work. (laughs) You got to be consistent. You got to do it consistently. Like, you know, I have great skin because I've been consistent since the age of 14. I think in my whole entire life, I've maybe gone to bed twice without washing my face. Mm -hmm. Like I just, that's just something I just don't do. So, you know, I mean, there's certain things like that's always been my priority. Yeah. So you have to understand for yourself, like, what's my end goal? Like, what do I want to look like? What do I want my skin to feel like? I mean, I love smooth, soft skin. So, you know, I exfoliate my body and put nice shea butter, you know, and it becomes a routine of self-care and self-love. So for me, you know, all of this is affirming. I love you skin. I love you body. Thank you for my dark melanated skin. Like, you know, like putting all these positive affirmations. And I know my end product is I want to have radiant, glowy skin. Yes regardless of my yeah. makeup like my my goal with my skincare is like I want to walk out the door and people are like are you wearing makeup I'm like no I'm not yeah. you know that's that's yeah. what I want you know I want to have that radiant skin that people are like wow you're shiny yeah, yeah. and so that's so I do all the things so I can get that end result right mm-hmm. I, I do I get all the hydrating you know so I find things that work for my skin mm-hmm. and if something doesn't feel right then I give it away or I do something else so for me the, the so the answer to your question Tune into your heart, figure out your end result and do things to get you what you want. Yes. Okay. So you started the podcast off telling us that you are facial acupuncture and you just Mm -hmm. mentioned about facial acupuncture. Like what is facial acupuncture? Like, what is this? Tell us about it. Cause we think about like back pain or body pain, but like Mm -hmm. your face, like what's going Mm -hmm. on? (laughs) So, so one of the things about acupuncture for those that have never done it, acupuncture increases blood to the, increases blood in circulation. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. So if you're putting needles in your face, you're increasing the blood and circulation to the face and it's helping your body create more collagen because you create little micro traumas by putting the needles in the face. Right. In specific areas of the the face, we hit certain motor points. So we're helping the helping the face lift. So as as we get older, everyone face drops. This is like Mm -hmm. gravity. Things that are high will drop. And so acupuncture helps to 
counter the gravity by pushing things back up Mm -hmm. and it helps to tighten your skin. And also what I think about, when I think about facial acupuncture, the most important thing for me is the releasing of the emotional tension in our face. Cause almost all of us carry tension in our face, like the jaw pain from stress, the 11s from anger, frustration, stress, annoyance. We all do the, you know, yeah, <laughs> the, the, the lines around the face as we get eight, as we get older and we get disappointed by life, things start to sloop, you know, we start looking like that, you know, all of those things are the emotional re- remnants of our face. Our face is the most expressive part of our body. Every if people, somebody can walk into the room, doesn't say anything. You can know, you know how they feel based on their face and their body posture. Mm-hmm. And so re- acupuncture is a great way to help release and soften those lines and also tap into the emotional reasons on what's going on with you. So working on the 11s, you know, Botox is great because it, it stops the, your muscle, but does it affect your anger? You're still angry. You're just not moving your eyebrows, right? Yeah. So that energy is going somewhere. Still there. <laughs> so for me, it's about releasing those, what are you holding on to and what can you let go of so that you can have that softness in your face and in your jaw line and your overall energy of your face. And so that's what a facial acupuncture does. So it works on the emotional aspect and also works on the muscle and helping everything lift. And then I also do micro needling, which is a micro needling pen, which is a little bit more intense than just the one individual needle that also helps to build up collagen in the face and helps you get, get rid of fine lines and wrinkles. Wow. Yeah. So now when someone does the acupuncture facial mm-hmm. now, and it's, it's releasing emotion um, because it's mm-hmm. deeper than just like, oh, let me get rid of these lines. Are yeah. they like leaving your office crying? Like, do, uh, like, how do, they, like, do they know they release this energy? Like, well, they- I usually tell people like, you know, they usually leave everyone 99% of the time always leaves more relaxed. So that's always my intention with clients. I want people to leave more relaxed and more in their body when they leave my office. Mm -hmm. And the emotions kind of come out in different ways for different people. Like some women tell me, oh my God, I cried for, I watched a movie and all of a sudden I cried for like half an hour. Yeah. Or like I got really angry and I did something, you know what I mean? It doesn't always have to be, it doesn't always have to be in the moment, but it's one of those things where you become more self-reflective because sometimes it's just the awareness, right? If I tell you, you know, you have a lot of anger going on, you know, what's going on. You may not know in the moment, but over the week, you start to think about it. You start observing your thoughts and you're like, oh yeah, that annoyed me. Oh yeah, that annoyed me. And then you start to realize, oh, whenever somebody says something I don't like, I clench my jaw. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Like, so I think it's more about awareness of like where your emotion goes and where it lives in your body. And then once you start to make that correlation, you're talking to somebody and all of a sudden your jaw's tight. You can be like, oh, he's an, they're annoying me. Like what's happening? Like, why am I annoyed right now? What's going on? Like, is this what I want to feel like? Do I want to have these wrinkles? Like, you know what I mean? Like you start to think yeah. about it and you're like, mm, you don't deserve my wrinkles. Like, I'm not going to get mad about this. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to forgive you. Cause I don't want to hold on to this in my heart. And I don't want it to sit in my face. Right. So it's, you start to like, you know, protect your peace in a way you're like, oh no, this isn't worth my anger. I need to just let it go. So for me, it's more about awareness. You start to learn about yourself and how you, where your emotions live on your face and the faces that you make, because wrinkles are just repetitive movement over and over and over. Mm, Okay. So it's kind of bringing it back to that mindfulness. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, okay. 
Okay. Yeah, because you know we're in a we're in a land of we're in a time or a life. Where everyone's like, oh, take a pill, do a shot, do this. I'm like, yeah, that's great, but that's not yeah. healing. What's happening in your heart? You're yeah. still mad. It's not <laughs> You're still the leaky sink. You're like, no, <laughs> yeah, and then you and around this, right? Yeah, and if you look at people or that get plastic surgery and get all these things, nothing's wrong with that. But you still they still look in a lot of ways the same, or if not worse, because they mm-hmm. haven't really dealt with the reason why that's there. Yeah, and it's also you know I also think when I think about graceful aging wrinkles and gray hairs that's a natural process that's gonna happen yeah we can we can we can minimize it Uh it's gonna happen so like how can we minimize it and you can still look joyful and youthful with a little bit of wrinkles and a little bit of gray hair you know what I mean it's like you know I think it's this whole like we have no wrinkles it's kind of weird too because Mm -hmm. it's like okay I'm 75 you should have a little bit of wrinkles yeah you know know, you lived yeah you lived it's a sign Exactly. Yeah, it's a sign that you've lived. And I think that's an also important to be aware of. Like for me, the graceful is the part that's most important in the whole equation is like having grace for yourself, having grace for others and accepting the fact that we get old and our body breaks down. <laughs> How can we minimize it and have a joyful life anyway? Exactly. Oh my goodness. You have been so amazing. Oh my Thank goodness. You. I love it. You're welcome. Um, but I have another question for you before yeah. we start to close out the show. What does becoming unique mean to you? Oh, well, I would say it's accepting who I am and really being okay with who I am. So accepting myself and really accepting the good, the bad, the beautiful, the ugly, mm-hmm. really um, being compassionate with myself and allowing myself to be free to express mm-hmm. who I am in any situation. And that's something I'm always working on is how can I be present with who I am in an environment that may be hostile or maybe friendly, but it doesn't really matter what the outside world is doing, but I stay true to myself and mm-hmm. staying into that and staying in that space. Like I want to be a loving person. This is my vibe. I want to be positive. You throwing out negativity. I'm still be positive and loving, you know, like having that energy of upliftment. And so that's for me, what it means to be unique is like being completely authentically in love with yourself and spreading that love around. Yes. Yes. Preach, preach. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. So, um, I know everyone's out, everyone else listening to this is in love with you just as I'm in love with you. Thank you. If anyone wants to reach out to you, can you share what information you want to share with everyone? Yeah, you can check out my website, um, Karina.com and that's C-A-R-R-I-N-N-A.com. You can also check me out on Instagram at Karina.co or Corinne J. Camara is also my personal personal slash business um, Instagram. Yeah, and I'm working on creating a YouTube channel in 2023, which more with more skincare stuff and incorporation with Chinese medicine and emotional health. So stay tuned for that. Ooh. And yeah, so that's kind of what I'm up to. And uh, yeah, and if you're in the Bay Area, you can always check me out at my clinic. I'm, I have a practice in Lafayette in the East Bay. So you can always come in for a, a facial acupuncture treatment. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are nothing but amazingness. Thank I appreciate you. you. You're welcome.